We give glory to God for yet another week in the land of the living, and we want to thank you for always creating the time to listen to the revelation knowledge the Lord makes available through this channel. As you listen to God again through his mouthpiece, Anthony Adifarakin, may you receive light, and may the grace for application and manifestation rest upon you in Jesus' name. Be blessed as you listen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for who you are. We celebrate your majesty. We give you glory, honor, and adoration. And thanks for the privilege granted us to witness yet another week in the land of the living. Lord, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Lord, we have come to learn at your feet. We pray that you give us understanding. We pray that you cause your word to appear to us. You know, you appeared unto Samuel at Shiloh by the word of the Lord. Let your word appear to us and give us understanding. And the grace to also apply, let rest upon us. Thank you, Father, for answering our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. We give glory to the Almighty God for yet another week in the land of the living. And uh, it's my prayer that the Lord will do you good this week in Jesus' name. Um, for this week's episode of Glenn Podcast, we're going to be looking, uh, looking at a letter to the week. There's a letter we're going to be considering. We're going to be looking at this topic, a letter to the week. There is a letter addressed to the week, and uh, we're going to be considering that letter this uh, in this episode. Let's take a test from Joel chapter 3 verse 10. Joel, that's in the Old Testament. Joel chapter 3 verse 10, we look at, uh, we read it from the New King James Version. Joel 3 10 from NKJV says, Beat your plowshares into swords, and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. May the Lord bless his words in our heart in Jesus' name. That is, uh, that's Joel 3. That's Joel 3.10 we read and uh, we're looking at a letter to the weak. I put it to you straight away. Your words play a highly important role when it comes to the operation of faith. Take note. The words that proceed out of your mouth, they play highly important role when it comes to the operation of faith and in case nobody has told you i'm telling you now words are seed they don't die words are seeds once planted harvest is inevitable words are seeds they don't die okay you plant them you reap the lord said in mark chapter 11 verse 23 if you look at mark 11 23 they all say you shall have whatsoever you say Mark 11, 23, you shall have whatever you say. Underline whatever. Whatever means whatever. Regardless of what it is. You say it, you have it. And Matthew 12, 37 says, By your words, you shall either be justified or condemned. Is it not surprising that it didn't say by your actions? Usually, sometimes when you go to the court of law, is you are condemned based on your actions, right? You oh, why did you steal? Because you're stole. You are gonna you're gonna be put in jail. Why did you do this one? Because you did this one. It's always based on action. Action. You did this, you did that, you stole, you robbed the bank, you killed the man, you know, you 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 carried out a terrorist attack. You did. There's always it's always as a result of action. But in the realm of the spirit. God doesn't wait to see action before he determines who gets condemned or gets justified. And the funniest thing is, 
he's not even the one who is planning to do it for you he says your mouth that the words that come out of your mouth are your judges they are the ones to determine whether you are justified or condemned in the same way a judge will sit down and pronounce a criminal guilty and ask him to be thrown into jail the lord is saying the words that proceed out of your mouth will sit down in judgment and they will pronounce you either justified to go home or condemned to be jailed your own words so everything coming out of your mouth is either judging you or justifying you every word proceeding out of your mouth is either they are condemning you or they are justifying you jesus not an apostle jesus said your words by your words you shall be justified or condemned do you see how serious words are how serious words are it's not enough to say you shall have whatsoever you say that's dangerous enough he now even added that you can be justified or condemned so even if god is not condemning you can condemn yourself that's and that's the serious matter god is not condemning you but your words can condemn you and when you find when you find yourself condemned you are wondering ah lord what did i do why am i he says, it's not me it's you how you said it you said you are sick that's why you're sick you say you are finished yeah that's why you're finished but lord you know you promised me this you promised me that you said i shall be the head that will never be the tail you said uh when people are saying there's a casting down say there's a lifting up when people are suffering hardship and we have abundance you say you are my shepherd the lord will say i know i said it i'm your shepherd that's true i said that we'll be with you i said it i said i will provide for you i said i said that we give you abundance i said but lord what's going on why is my life like this why am i poor why am i having lack why why can't i feed my family the lord will say it's not me he says, so who is responsible? He says, you. How? Your words. Because when you go out and you enter, the, you know, you, you board a train, you, or probably you board a plane, or you probably you, you, are, you are meeting with some people somewhere, and you are discussing, and every time you are saying, oh, things are so hard. This country is not getting better. I don't even know. You know, it's so hard to feed my family. It's so hard to pay this one. It's, the Lord will say, that's what you keep saying, and that's what you keep getting. That's why you have not been able to feed your family because you keep saying it's hard to feed my family. You are the one saying so. Somebody is saying the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want and God is meeting their needs. You are, you, you are saying the country is hard. Things are so hard. And, and you we see hardness. <laughs> when you call hardness, you don't see softness. You see hardness. Anything you call, that's what you will see. You don't believe me? God said, let there be light. What came? What came? It was light. God called light. He saw light. Until he called light, he didn't see light. And when he called light, it was not something else that came. It was light that came. Bible says, God called light. Light came and he saw the light. What you will see in your life is what you call. Are you following? It's a law. This is a law. It's not a matter of whether you are wearing white or green. It's not a matter of which nation do you come from. You know, where whether you are black or white whether you are african american asian it doesn't matter the law of gravity stays you go up you are coming down if a white man jumps from a three-story building he's coming down if a black a serious african man jumps from that same three-story body he's coming down the law does not know your name he doesn't know uh your nation he doesn't know whether you have 
whether you are righteous or not, it doesn't matter. You jump from that place, you are coming down. It's not taking you break your leg and you are fractured. Are you following what I'm saying? It's a law. The same way the law of gravity, you know, has effect on everybody living on planet Earth. That's the same way this law in the realm of the spirit has effect on everyone living their life. You shall have whatsoever you say. By your words, you shall be justified. It's a spiritual law. Okay? And there's nothing you can do about it. It's that you cooperate and benefit, ignore, or you ignore, and become a victim. And I pray that will not be your portion. You will not become a victim of these spiritual laws in the name of Jesus. So look at that dread written, letter to the weak. He said, let the weak say. That was addressed to the weak, not to the strong. He was talking to the weak, the category of weak people. He said, guys, are you weak? He said, yes, we are weak. But don't say so. So what should we say? Say you are strong. But we are weak. It doesn't matter. You may feel weak, but don't say you are weak. Because it's not your feeling that matters. It's what you say. He didn't say by your feeling you shall be justified. He didn't say by your feeling you shall be condemned. He didn't say by your feeling uh, you shall have whatsoever you feel. He's not there. Look at Mark 11, 23. He didn't say ye shall have whatsoever ye feel it. He didn't say by your, by your feelings you shall be justified. He said you shall have whatsoever ye say. So, your feeling is not yet stamped until it is verbalized. The moment you confess it, it's stamped. It's stamped. That's why when I, whenever I feel tired, whenever I feel weak, probably I've been working for some time, I've not rested. You know, I don't tell, I don't tell my wife that I'm weak. I don't tell her, uh, you know, I, I, I am, I am sick or maybe I don't, I'm tired. You, 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 you will hardly, you won't even hear I'm tired. As simple as I am tired is, you won't hear it from my mouth because I understand this law. My wife knows when I tell her I need rest, she understands. All I say is I need to rest. And I go and rest. And by the time I'm back, I'm revived. Continue. And when it's so serious that you feel you don't know what to do, it's so serious. You are, the weakness is so serious. You don't even know. You can't lift your hands. The Bible says, say, I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. The moment you feel weak, say, I am strong. Even though you are feeling weak, do not say, I am feeling weak. Say, I am strong. It's in your Bible. Joel 3.10. Let the weak say, I am strong. You may truly feel weak, but you are not to confess it. What should come out of your mouth if you desire strength is, I am strong. Because you will see what you call. The same way God called light and saw light. It's an operation of faith. And the moment you do that, strength will come to you. And your feeling of weakness will give way. That's why somebody said, don't say what is happening. Say what is written. Because what is written is what we swallow, what is happening. He didn't say forever, oh Lord, uh, thy, thy, thy happening is said to the name. It's the word. Happenings are transient. They, they are you know, temporal. You can feel nice now and feel bad in some minutes later. Feelings go and they come. But the word is constant. It's forever settled. You say you are strong, that's it. That's it. You remember um, when God sent Moses to go and deliver the children of Israel from the uh, captivity in Egypt, you know, Pharaoh was hardened, right? Moses kept saying, let my people go. Let my people go. Moses said it for up to like 10 times. He would say they would go. He would change his mind for about 10 times until God killed all the firstborn of Egypt. And take note of what Pharaoh said at that time. Pharaoh invited Moses hurriedly. 
He said, you and the Israelites go as you have said. Pharaoh said, you can now go, leave my country. Everybody, everybody is dead, everybody is dying. Go as you have said. It would have been lovely if Pharaoh said, okay, Moses, go. I would have loved that. But he didn't just say that. He said, go as you have said. So Moses got what he had been saying. And the same way, you may not get it immediately, but you would eventually you will get whatever you have been saying. It that justification or condemnation. It's my prayer that you will not be condemned with your own words, by your own words in the mighty name of Jesus. In this kingdom, in this kingdom of God, you don't say what you don't want to see. It's an abomination. You don't say it if you don't want to see it. You only say what you desire to see. You need strength, you call strength. You need help, you call help. You want to be strong, you speak strength. You want prosperity, you speak prosperity. Even when you are still indebted, your, your, poverty, is, is a, is, your, your poverty is so mature, you are so poor. Yes, but do not say it. What do you want? You want to be rich? Say, I am prosperous. I am rich. I am blessed. As you keep saying that, the same way Pharaoh called Moses and said, go as you have said. Poverty will call you and say, go and be prosperous as you have said. It's a law. It's a law. That's how to operate in faith. Faith is not a risk. It's a principle. You have to put it. You have to apply it. And it's my prayer that as you begin to put this into work, the Lord will grant you the discipline to maintain it because you know listening to this episode now you are you, you say oh wow i'll begin to do it but then two weeks three weeks you are back to saying things that condemn you so you have to be disciplined don't just speak anyhow don't call what you do not want to see and it's my prayer that the grace to be disciplined and the grace to operate with this principle may that grace rest upon you mightily in the name of jesus so that's the letter to the week according to dread 310 you are weak don't say so say i am strong and as you say that, strength will come upon your life in the name of Jesus. And leveraging that particular revelation I speak to your life, in case you are feeling weak in any part of your body now, let the strength of God locate you now in the mighty name of Jesus. I pronounce you strong and you are strengthened in the mighty name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' name. So you're out there, you want to surrender your life to Jesus Christ. This would be the opportunity to do so. It takes the Holy Spirit to help uh, to help us live this life of faith. Faith is serious matter. It's not just wish, you know, it's serious. And we need the help of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will only come when we are in Christ Jesus because it's the Spirit of Christ. So you want to surrender your life to Jesus Christ, you're going to say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner in need of your salvation. Please forgive all my sins. Save my soul and make me yours forever. I surrender my life to you today. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We appreciate you for speaking to our hearts and thank you for telling us the way these things operate. We have heard you. The grace to now apply what we have learned, release upon us in the name of Jesus. In different ways that we have been cheating ourselves by calling things that have been condemning us, Father, we repent. Beginning from now, grant us the grace to be disciplined in the use of our words and help us to be disciplined in the operation of faith in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything we call, beginning from now, whatever we ask to come, let it come. Whatever we ask to go, let it go. And for your children who have surrendered their life to Jesus, accept them in the beloved. 
write their names in the book of life and beginning from now let your hand rest upon them and let them also be disciplined in the operation of faith in the name of jesus thank you father for answering our prayers we return all the glory to you in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen We give thanks to God for the revelation of His Word. If you said that prayer of salvation, congratulations. Your sins are now forgiven and your new life has begun. Please locate a Bible-believing church near you and start fellowshipping with other believers there. Or if you need help in learning how to live this new life in Christ Jesus, kindly send us a message through our website, www.glome.org, and we will respond accordingly. We will meet again next week for another episode if the Lord has not returned. Until then, keep enjoying your freedom in Christ Jesus. God bless you.